This is a special edition of Way Over Our Heads. It's a weather and climate podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. Kenny, looks like uh, we're going to have an interesting weather situation developing here over the next uh, 48 hours or so. Yes, indeed. We basically have three separate weather events to watch. One Friday evening and Friday night into possibly into Saturday morning. We have a heat event on Saturday and then more storms on Saturday evening. So storms Friday night, very severe potentially, uh, and then intense heat on Saturday, and then more severe storms, uh, possible Saturday afternoon and evening. So quite an active time. And, you know, we're, we're doing this as a special edition because the risk is much higher than anything we've seen this year. Uh, so there's really quite a potential for severe, especially damaging winds, uh, in parts of the central and northern Minnesota on Friday evening and overnight. Well, I noticed this morning the National Weather Service forecast discussion is talking about the possibility of a derecho. What exactly is a derecho? Yeah, so a derecho is just a kind of, just think of it as a distance runner. It's a thunderstorm that goes on and on and on, covers hundreds of miles, and it's one trick generally is that it produces damaging winds along that track so you have the right ingredients that can sustain thunderstorms for you know over usually the the minimum criterion is usually 250 miles and then there's there's a few different definitions but the thing has to track for at least 250 miles of relatively continuous damage uh so winds above the kind of severe threshold of you know, over 60 miles an hour, you, like usually have some gusts over 75 miles an hour, and, uh, you know, fairly extensive damage. There's a few different types of derechos, and we don't need to get into the whole taxonomy of them, but, uh, you know, they're, they're thunderstorm complexes, and they, uh, they get sustained by usually fairly strong winds aloft and then deep instability. And, of course, with, with all this heat and moisture surging into the region, we have that instability, and then we also have very strong winds aloft. The winds, Jim, uh, a few miles up, the winds are about uh, about 100 miles an hour. So it's quite a quite a setup we have. Well, Kenny, do we have an idea of how this will play out from a timing standpoint, and when the Twin Cities, in particular, might be at the greatest risk for severe weather? Yeah. So I mean, you know, we're recording this on on Friday. And, you know, full disclosure to the listeners, we are doing a social distancing vacation up in Ironton. So I'm actually in the area that has the greatest risk for strong winds tonight. Uh, the Twin Cities could certainly be affected anytime after midnight. You know, it looks like the kind of prime window where the storms get into central and possibly eastern Minnesota would be between, um, between midnight and Maybe it's 11, 11 p.m. and, say, 4 a.m., maybe 5 a.m. That's kind of when this complex looks like it'll be passing through central and eastern Minnesota. Now, the chances are definitely there in the Twin Cities, but if anyone has seen the, the risk areas issued by the Storm Prediction Center, it is greater, essentially, if you go from Morris to St. Cloud over towards, say, Pine City. From there up to the Canadian border, that's really where the risk is the greatest. But these systems can be pretty wily. They can they can go off the rails a little bit. They can go outside of the areas that the forecasters have the most confidence because they feed off of not just 
the strong winds a lot, but also that deep instability. You know, it, it, we sort of look at what all the models are doing, and it looks like this is going to be mostly a central Minnesota kind of event tracking between Fargo and Duluth overnight. But it does have the potential to go down into the Twin Cities. That would be mostly after midnight and in the sort of late overnight, early morning hours. And that's just round one. And we have intense heat building on Saturday, and that looks like it could be, it should be, at least in the southern half of Minnesota, it should be the most brutal heat event we've had so far this year. Kind of uh, comparable to what we had around this time last year. Maybe not quite as hot, maybe not quite as high dew point, but looks like dew points are going to be up in the mid to upper 70s, possibly approaching 80. And that the temperatures are going to be, you know, unless we have a lot of cloud cover contamination and sort of busts this whole thing, which I don't think that's likely. Looks like temperatures will hit at least 90, possibly up into the mid-90s. When you put those two together, that, that spells heat index values of 105 to 110. Uh, so really, you know, steamy, deadly conditions outside on Saturday. And we're still not done, Jim. Well, this is really something because uh, I was looking at some of the stats from the forecast discussion this morning from the National Weather Service, and we don't want to get too much into the weeds here with technical terms, but there's something called CAPE, Convective Available Potential Energy. And I'm seeing a value that would exceed 5,000 joules per kilogram, which we won't go into all the detail on that, but that's a rather unusual metric. It's, that's pretty high, isn't it, Kenny? Yeah, I mean, a good way to think of it is, you know, thunderstorms are generated by rising air. So since it's Minnesota, the easiest way to conceptualize this, I have found, is just think about the buoys that float at the edge of a swimming area in a lake, all right? Those buoys are floating there because the, the buoy itself is less dense than the water. If you ever went and tried to push one of those down, you know, we used to swim out to the area, and we'd kind of hang on the buoys, and we'd try and push them down, and they'd always kind of work their way back up. They'd always shoot back up. When we talk about this convective available potential energy, you're really asking the question, how, how quickly would air rise, would a volume of air near the surface rise through the rest of the atmosphere, like one of those buoys, if it were liberated to do so? And, yeah, you're right. On Saturday, with all that, well, you know, both Friday and Saturday, honestly, we have a lot of that instability, and we call it convectively available potential energy. It's measured in joules per kilogram or joules per kilogram squared. But values above, you know, 500 or so tell you that you could have thunderstorms. Values above 1,500 uh, show you've got a decent amount of instability, and you could even have a strong thunderstorm. Once you get up above 4,000 joules or higher, you're in really uh, extreme territory. And we could actually see some, some values of CAPE or convective available potential energy up over 7,000 joules per kilogram in, in, in some areas, uh, especially on Saturday. So it's a really explosive environment. Um, there's a little bit of concern on Saturday that it's going to be so hot that we'll have some of that warm air lurking in the mid-levels, and that might put what we call a cap on some of the thunderstorms. But somewhere in central or southern Minnesota, the storm should reignite Saturday afternoon and evening. We don't know exactly where is it going to be, but I'd say the Twin Cities has a better risk 
for seeing strong and possibly damaging thunderstorms on Saturday. We're, we're definitely on the table for the Friday night overnight storms, but uh, it's even slightly more likely Saturday afternoon and evening, and definitely somewhere in the area is going to get powerful thunderstorms. And I think that's why we're, we're doing this, is because there's a very high likelihood that there will be damage in parts of Minnesota you know, tonight. And there's a reasonable likelihood, pretty high, that we'll see uh, a sort of repeat performance of more damaging thunderstorms forming on Saturday night after that extreme heating event. So, uh, yeah, kind of a triple header. So a couple of things of concern here, Kenny. First of all, of course, is the heat and humidity. It's going to be hot today, Friday. It's going to be hot tomorrow, Saturday. You need to take precautions. Uh, Make sure you stay hydrated. If you're outdoors, be very aware of your body. If you feel like you may be suffering from um, heat exhaustion, certainly take immediate steps to remedy that. And uh, then, of course, keep an eye on the sky and an ear to whatever source of weather information you might have. Uh, One of the uh, concerns tonight, Friday night, is that uh, some of this weather activity will impact areas when folks might be sleeping. So hopefully you have a NOAA weather radio that would wake you up in the middle of the night if uh, there's a severe weather situation, or perhaps you get emergency alerts on your uh, mobile device. But in any event, you should be ready to uh, keep an eye and ear on the situation uh, throughout the uh, the evening hours, too, and into the overnight hours. Right. Yeah, those are all really good reminders. And just if you're sort of calibrating the heat, because, you know, in the Twin Cities area today, Friday, it is going to be it is going to be warm and humid and even hot. But Saturday, what the heat we're talking about for Saturday is going to be a whole level above uh, above what we're expecting on Friday. So, you know, uh, talking about of all the heat events in history in the Twin Cities, this one will be up around the 90th, 90th to 95th percentile. So really, really high-performing heat event on Saturday. So Friday will be warm and definitely want to take all those precautions. But Saturday is actually a good day to just sit it out unless you have essential work that you can do with lots of downtime, and lots of hydration. Because of where the risk is, the risk is really in what, what I often call cabin country, so the big storms on Friday night. You know, we don't know exactly where they're going to go, but I would say it's probably before you go to bed tonight, if you've got a cabin or if you're living up in the you know Brainerd area, if you're near a lake, Brainerd, Walker, Hackensack, Bemidji, even near Fergus Falls and Detroit Lakes, I would just say, you know, we had smaller storms yesterday that blew some docks away and some overturned some boats near Aiken. I would say uh, what we expect this evening is going to be <laughs> a lot more vicious than that. So secure those loose items before you go to bed. You, you know, most people are going to wake up and there will be no damage done. But there are going to be some folks who wake up and there's going to be trees down um, and possibly structural damage. And we don't know exactly where that will be, but... Central Minnesota is in the crosshairs for the first round of storms. So lots of safety precautions and personal property precautions. But, uh, you know, again, most of it will get through this. It's just uh, it's going to be a bumpy couple of days. Well, Kenny, you stay safe. I know you're enjoying your time up in northern Minnesota in Ironton. We ask all our listeners to stay safe, keep a weather eye on the sky, and uh, also take precautions during this extreme heat. Indeed. Yes, everybody, just... Drink water and stay in the shade and don't 
<laughs> don't exert yourself if you don't have to. Well, this is a special edition of Way Over Our Heads. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. Kenny, stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, Jim.